0: Today we're talking about... college. Oh! Oh! oh.
1: <laughs> Sound about right there. Hello. Hello! And welcome to Apprentice Plus.
0: A podcast about apprentice life at Triad Stage.
1: I'm your host, Andy, the Props Apprentice.
0: I'm Catherine, the Stage Management and Production Management Apprentice. I'm Sarah, the costume shop and wardrobe apprentice. I'm Marie, the carpentry
2: co- apprentice.
3: <laughs> and I'm Keaton, the artistic apprentice. What's new, everyone? So, what's new for me? I've really been enjoying the nice weather lately. Uh, spring is here, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's energizing me.
0: It's been really nice lately, but I do have to say, last night was ridiculous. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I was in like half dream world or what was going on but I woke up at like three twenty in the morning and it was so loud on my window I thought it was hailing and then I was like oh well maybe I'm just kind of dreaming and it's not and I went back to sleep but I woke up several more times because the rain was so loud
2: mm-hmm. I woke up a couple of times and there was one weird half I was half asleep moment where the rain was making a st- It didn't register that it was raining, and I thought someone was yelling at me through my phone, and I thought someone had called me, and I had answered in my sleep, and they were like, hello, hello, and so I pick up my phone in a panic, and I'm like, what is going on? And then I woke up enough to realize it was the rain, and I was like, "Wow, dang it.
1: (laughs) I slept like a baby last night, but then I also woke up at 5 a.m.
0: So. Why did you wake at up, five? up at 5? I don't know. It's ridiculous. That's just when I woke
1: up and was ready for the day. We had to wow. be
0: at the theater at 8.30 this morning. Or maybe we left. I don't know. We, we had left, to be there early. We left
1: the apartment at 8.30.
0: I rolled out of bed at 8.26. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs>
2: okay. I was getting concerned. I thought uh, something had
3: happened. Yeah, last night was... Uh, a few times i was looking out the window and some of the trees by the apartment looked like they were about to blow right over
2: that wouldn't surprise me it was pretty rough
1: so what are we talking about today Catherine?
0: so today we're going to talk about uh our uh, theater experiences in college and also some of the uh professional experiences that we've had in the theater world that kind of led to this apprenticeship who wants to start Um, well,
4: when I was thinking about our topic today, I, I think in my mind, you know, there's always like a perfect way you can do things, you know, and, and, and I think that there is definitely a more ideal path that could have gotten me here than um, the path that I actually had. But, you know, I'm still here. And it's also just an example, too, of. Uh, As has been said before, even if you don't think you have the experience that it takes to get a job or an apprenticeship, um, go for it. Apply for it. So, um, you know, maybe an ideal path for a carpentry apprenticeship might be um, if I was work-study in my college scene scene shop, um, which I was not. I did work as a stagehand in the auditorium, but that did not involve carpentry work, um, it did involve our fly rail system, so rigging to an extent, but, uh, you know, that, and it was something that I put on my resume, but that was my most relevant job experience before. And again, being, I, I also wish I had had more summer stock experience, um, as a carpenter before I applied for this position. So, um, you know, the, uh, that, I, I guess that is my message, too, is that's what I would recommend to anyone who wants to be a carpentry apprentice after college, um, is just to do as much carpentry as you can. Yeah. <laughs> but I did end up just taking, although I, I felt like that experience was lacking, I just took, I just morphed all the experience that I had to be as relevant as possible.
0: I think one of the the really important things that I've learned from this experience is everybody's path is going to be a little bit different. And I, one of the things that I like really obsessed over when I got here was like what, so my boss, Katie is the coolest person in the whole world. And I want to be exactly like her. And I was like trying to figure out how to end up exactly where she is. And I kind of obsessed a little bit over like, what is the right next move? Where should I go next? how, how do i make the right step after right step after after right step to get exactly where i want to go and i kind of have learned that that like you can't really plan the perfect path and everybody's is going to be a little bit different and you're going to end up where you need to be Regardless, so even if you haven't had the perfect path up to leading up to the job that you really want I think it's worth it to go for it anyway because you never know how you're gonna get to that end goal
2: Yeah, I definitely had a case of over planning Um, so I Was not a theater major until the last half of college, so I shoved all of my theater courses into a um, two-year period and I added a minor and the, the minor caused me to take summer classes, so I, I graduated without taking a summer stock, which is one thing I wish I had done at least once or twice before graduating. But since I hadn't had that experience, I told myself, okay, I need to uh, do a summer stock and then go straight into an apprenticeship before I can start doing um, other opportunities at a higher professional level, uh, which has worked out for me. But also my mindset seemed so locked in on this plan. It probably
0: negated some opportunities that I could have taken and should have taken. I think, Sarah, you made me remember. I hadn't thought about the fact that when I first started college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I didn't know stage management was where I was going to be. and uh, But I knew that I wanted to do something. I, I had kind of narrowed it down to like the entertainment world. And I thought at first that I wanted to do film and television and Wofford didn't have like a film and television area. They kind of had it through the English department and like one of the first couple of months of school, I sat in one of my classes afterwards freaking out because I was like, there is no way that I can fit in an English major and a theater major and also this other major that I might want. And I like, I had this miniature breakdown because I thought I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be able to get it perfect to where I can do this and this and this and this and make it exactly the way I want it to go. And I'm really glad that I just kind of like went with it and didn't allow myself to get really stuck in that moment of freak out because I think I ended up kind of where I was supposed to be anyway.
2: Yeah. I actually had a very similar moment where after I finished my, you can actually get an associate's degree in general studies, and I have one of those. Don't ask me what I can do with it. But after <laughs> I had accomplished that, whatever it was, um, I sat down and I made a list of pros and cons of the majors that I was considering, and I was also considering transferring schools at one point, point. and I, I think we had a similar moment because I, I was, I wasn't freaking out about it, but I was definitely overthinking every detail about it. And I was like, you know what? The theater major is at the school that I'm already at, which will accept all of my credit hours if I just transfer program as opposed to transferring colleges. It's more affordable. And, you know, the other one was a business-based major, which still would have been helpful and interesting. But I, I just could not tell myself at that moment if it was something worth going through that trouble for. And so I wrote the the way that just kind of more naturally came to
0: me. Yeah, I feel like that's the best thing to do because in that moment, it feels like it could be one of those decisions that like the world is going to end if I make (laughs) the wrong decision, but ultimately you end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah, you you know.
4: I think uh, that is such a good point that sometimes it feels like the stakes are so high, but especially when you're in college, they really aren't. Well, you know, not to, they are, but in a different way. Um, Something that the head of, my theater department said to all of us that has really stuck with me was that college is your time to fail. Like, college is your time to try as many things as you can, especially as an artist or a a craftsperson, and and, and just try your best, and if you fail, like, there's not really consequences like there would be in the professional world.
1: Yeah. Going a little bit into my college experience, going into a conservatory style of education, I was more directed towards props throughout the whole entire track, and that's what it was. So it was a little, it's a little bit different, because I had a, not necessarily more clear, but a more direct through line of what I was going to be doing. And going off of Maria's point of that's the point that's the place where you make mistakes and where you can fail. I failed a lot in school, which definitely helps me obviously learn from my mistakes and get me to where I am. I, uh, my first summer stock I did was after my second year of undergraduate. I went to Arkansas Shakespeare Theater. And I was the props intern there. And while I was there, it was a little bit more... It was similar to what I do here, where I help uh, make props and manage the props for every show. The only difference was, because there weren't enough people to fulfill a crew, I I also had a crew assignment for one of the shows. And we also did everything in rep. So... I could do a show, um, I could do an evening performance of a show, and then after that we can strike it all, and then another show has to go up, and then the other intern would come in, and she would run that show, and it was just a back and forth of us running shows while also trying to manage during the day to build props. So it was a lot of back and forth, and I think that's definitely uh kept me a little bit more on my toes and figuring out how to work fast and efficiently and then my junior year i or the summer after my junior year i went to main state music theater and i was the props intern there which again was a similar situation of building props and maintaining um the only difference there was they had a whole separate section of people to run backstage so I didn't have to work backstage at all which was really nice. And to a point someone said a little bit earlier about um, having an initial idea and an initial plan and then it completely derailing and changing is almost happened to me in a very big way because at the towards the end of my final year of undergrad, we have a um, college job fair. And at that point I thought I was going back to Maine State. Uh, So there were a couple times where people were asking me what I was doing for that summer after graduation. And I almost said, I already have a job locked down. I'm not interested. I'm really glad I stopped myself and didn't say that because certain situations happened where I wasn't going back to Maine and that opened up uh, for me working at Lost Colony as a props master at Lost Colony and that that job opportunity has completely changed my trajectory. I don't know where I would have ended up if I went back to Maine and if I didn't accept Lost Colony because that's how I got... My first apprenticeship is partly why I decided to come back to Greensboro, was because I was already in North Carolina and I was closer by. So, yeah, definitely seeing how my career could shift was really prevalent that last
3: semester of college. I really enjoyed what I've heard everyone say something I've gotten from the conversation is the importance of taking risks and being open to to new things I think there's this for me there's been this um, good healthy tension between um, having a vision and a goal uh, while also being open to things changing and I think finding the balance of those things is uh, has been something I've been thinking about a lot over the last several years I, uh, when I went into college, I knew that I wanted a rigorous um, uh, conservatory style experience, and I applied for a variety of programs. um, And the one that really gripped me was Boston University. Um, It is conservatory style, but there's flexibility within that, where uh, you don't have to just do acting. You can also take studio courses in directing, playwriting. There's also an arts leadership minor um, that I took advantage of, uh, which helped me cultivate some uh, administrative skills and uh, focus on career development. That led to um, an internship, which I completed for both my BFA major and arts leadership minor um, at New Repertory Theater in um, Watertown, Massachusetts, which uh, tends to do a lot of um, politically minded Uh, pieces, and that really fed my uh, passion for uh, history and government and uh, political science and and integrating that with my uh, creative work. Um, And I also did some uh, stuff in the office there that I think was really good preparation for this apprenticeship at Triad Stage. After my freshman year, uh, I worked at Horn in the West, which is an outdoor drama uh, in Boone, North Carolina, Uh, and then I spent the next summer there after my sophomore year. Um, and did under these hills in Cherokee, um, my uh, going into my senior year, and I think those experiences fed my interest in regional storytelling and um, embracing place as as an important uh, character. And I also got the chance to direct in the black box at. Uh, under these hills, um, uh, it's called the Canteen, and I did a production of Dog Sea's Guide uh, Confessions of a Teenage Blockhead, which was the first full-length play that I got to direct um, and made me very um, hungry to grow more as a as a director. You guys talked a little bit about
1: figuring out the trajectory of where you wanted to go. I'm kind of curious on what. When when you guys decided you wanted to go into theater, what types of shows did you work on in college that were meaningful to you and made you fall in love with theater
3: even more than it did? I, my senior year, um, I was in a production of Our Town, um, which I had read before, but I think it took performing it and really experiencing the beautiful simplicity of that piece, um, To understand why it was why it's such a classic of theater and then later that school year i got to assistant direct a world premiere through new rep and uh, the boston center for american performance called right frenzy which uh, is by jennifer barclay and it um takes place at a school that does a production of our town every four years and um there are these there's this generation of adults that uh was in it or stage managed it when they were in high school and then their kid, they've eventually had kids who have grown up and are doing it as that semi-annual tradition. And one of the, the lead, the lead, uh, narrator, her son is the scenic and projections designer for this fictional production of Our Town. And, um, he commits an act of, uh, mass violence in the show. Um, and the piece uses Our Town as a framing for, um, the, the value of life, and that small town um, experience. and what that that what that those two shows working on those two shows did for me was it made me understand how plays can be in conversation with each other um, and we can do new works that echo back to old classics. Um, so that was a big light bulb moment for me.
4: I think um, my journey uh, into specifically focusing on on carpentry is, a little um, convoluted <laughs> it was always um, something I really loved um, but I knew that I just like didn't know enough and in fact so I was so excited to be able to come here and in fact when I came here I realized I didn't know pretty much anything <laughs> so um, the You know, I'm sort of um, spinning around your question, Andy, um, but uh, I I guess the reason why I want to bring that up is because um, lately, so often, I've tried to balance, um, like, being confident in what I do know, for one thing, and also just faking it till I make it in certain places, but also staying humble. Um, and this kind of relates back to previous experience for me because um, I, I think I've always been a person who was just like very insecure of what she didn't know and what she didn't know how to do, that it hindered my growth a lot of the time. So I think during my time uh, in this apprenticeship, I've been really trying to like to just admit when I don't know how to do something and admit when I don't know how to, because that's best overall for the team. And that's also something that I learned in college. Um, And another thing that, another job experience that I learned that from was um, my first waitressing job in college. Um, So I worked at a um, locally owned restaurant throughout most of college And the first summer that I worked there, uh, I felt like I was drowning like all the time. And also I had bosses and coworkers that were like overworked and frustrated. And like, there was just a lot of of mistakes. And also like, as time went on, I was like, I'm still not picking it up. And it like was really a hurt to my own intelligence. I go back to like, what is wrong with me? Uh, type of mentality. And, um, Something that I just, and eventually I did get the hang of it, but it took a long time. I did not get the hang of it that summer. Um, I did, I ended up taking a semester off after that summer and then coming back during winter break and then working throughout that semester. And that's, and for some reason, just everything clicked and I could be a waitress all of a sudden. And And I felt better for it. And I felt like that I had grown. And if I'm being completely honest too, I, I think throughout this apprenticeship, I like, I, I I would have similar feelings of like I'm drowning, like I and I feel like I'm not helpful, um, and, and I'm so lucky like with the the people that I I had around. But I, what I just had to keep reminding myself, and luckily that I had mentors reminding me of, is that uh, I just need to keep pushing forward because that's what will. Because that's the only way I can get better. Um, and to be completely honest, too, like, I'm not even... Now that we're I'm reaching the end, I, I'm not totally sure that I've, you know, had that, like, everything clicks moment. And maybe I won't, too. And I also bring this up because uh, in the last episode, I mentioned that uh, I'll be starting a, a new job as a high school teacher for technical theater. And... Um, I remember having, like, a really helpful conversation with a theater teacher there, uh, and I was just just honest. I was like, I really want to work hard, and I really want to do well at this job, but I am terrified. (laughs) I am terrified uh, because I'm going to be a brand-new teacher. I'm still working to get my certification, and also there's just – and if I'm being completely honest, I, I, like, am not – I, I, I'm not yet feeling optimal with my technical skills almost <sighs> yeah um, like I feel like I can do the job but I know that there will be times where I won't know what I'm doing I guess is what I'm saying um, and she was really she took this really well uh, I was afraid that saying this was gonna be like oh what have I done I've hired this person you know like a imposter syndrome kind of thing um and she was really cool about it. She she was like, if, if you don't know how to do something, just be honest. And, like, say, like, let's learn this together and do the thing. Um, yeah, so. Get off my soapbox.
1: <laughs> Catherine? What types of things did you work on while you were in school?
0: Um... Well, I think, first, I think it's interesting that you and Keaton both, because you knew that theater was the thing that you wanted to do, you you guys sought out programs that were like conservatory style, like really intense. And I think if I had known, I probably would have sought out that same kind of thing. But uh, I ended up at Wofford, um, and I'm so glad that I went to Wofford because um, it actually gave me a lot of opportunities that I don't think I would have had in a program that was bigger and had more resources and had more people who were interested in the thing that I wanted to do. Um, I was the only person interested in stage management while I was there. Um, And the first show that I worked on, just to kind of dip my toes into theater, I was the Lightboard Op. And I was kind of, like, aware of... Musical theater. I knew there were straight plays. I wasn't really, like, super in love with either of them. I, I don't know. They just kind of existed. But then I did, uh, I think it was Straight White Men that I was the light board op for. And that show was a little bit offensive and a little bit, like, out there. And I was like, oh my god, theater can actually say things. This is actually saying a thing that is important and it's making people think and it's making me think and I didn't know that entertainment could also do that um so I think that was kind of the turning point for me that I was like okay theater is definitely a road I want to go down um and then like the very next semester we did Spring Awakening and so I kind of got the best of both worlds i got like a really i i don't know i got a straight play that had a lot of a really important message to it and then i had this big musical theater production and i think part of the reason that i'm so glad that i ended up going to wofford and staying in that program was because yes it had fewer resources and it didn't have as many people dedicated to theater as, like, other big programs would. Uh,
2: So, for undergrad, for me, uh, Catherine and I were in the same boat that when we were looking at schools, we weren't looking at their theater programs at all. Um, And, to be honest, I just went to college because I felt like I needed to be in college to learn, and I didn't go in with a major. Uh, I just went in to take some core classes and try to figure it out as I went. I found myself at the university of north georgia because it was affordable and nearby um but it turns out that that uh, so the interesting thing was north georgia's main campus is in dahlonega georgia but i went to the offshoot campus um i guess you could say uh, in gainesville georgia and that is the only campus uh at ung that has the theater program because the theater program is part of the Gainesville Theater Alliance, which is a collaboration from University of North Georgia and Brunel University in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, so if I hadn't gone to that specific campus, I probably wouldn't even have heard of the theater program because it's very minimal. I think the other campuses just have like theater appreciation and a couple of other um, technical theater intro classes, and that's it.
1: What a twist of fate.
2: It was bizarre because not only that, but the I took two theater classes in high school, One freshman year intro to drama didn't want to do that uh and then musical theater my senior year because all my friends were doing it and i was like it's senior year i want to take a class with my friends and my teacher in my senior year class um used to work well i don't know how she, she was somehow related to gta um in her past and then her son who had graduated my high school wound up teaching at gta and i had him as a professor so it was all a very strange loop, which makes me think that I really was supposed to be there. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, yes. Hindsight is twenty twenty. 20 uh, My meaningful experience, um, my first show, my first semester, my first show, in my first month, I was uh, suddenly made wardrobe head right after our designer run, uh, because our our. Wardrobe head, who actually knew what she was doing and knew how to read the paperwork, had been hospitalized, unfortunately. She's okay. Um, But since I was the oldest on the crew of all either... I was a transfer student, and I was the oldest. The rest of the crew were all freshmen who had never done this before. And we went through that show. It's a memory that I don't really recall. (laughs) Um, We made it work. It was great. Uh, That wasn't a click moment with theater for me, though, because I think everything was just so putting out the fire. We got to figure this out. I'm throwing the paperwork in the trash can because I don't know how to read it at this point. And I didn't know what a quick change was. I didn't know how to set up anything. And someone actually was, I asked a question about something. Someone was like, oh, ask the ME. And I go, what's an ME? And they're like, the master electrician, (laughs) he's right over there. And I'm like, hi, can you do this for me? And he he just looked at me like, yeah, I can do that. Uh, Everyone was super helpful because they knew how clueless I was. My click moment didn't come till the big fall musical. After that, when thank goodness I was not crew head, I was just on crew, um, and it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, and such
1: a good show. I, it was One a beautiful
2: show. <laughs> it was. That was the same year the movie came out, the live-action movie came out, and people would come up to us saying, your gold dress is better than the movies, and it's like, you're darn right it is, (laughs) because Pam, my professor, designed it, and Amy, my shop supervisor, made it, and that's why it's perfect. Um, But that show, I knew how to read the paperwork, I knew more of the terminology, not all of it, and I knew what a quick change was, and I was like, oh wait, I've done this before in the last show, I just didn't know what it was called. Um, and I was doing quick changes and the adrenaline rush that came with a quick change, whether it was a beautifully done quick change that was perfect or one where it's like, oh, wait, my watch just got snagged on this man's jacket and broke off. I probably shouldn't be wearing a watch <laughs> anymore during this production. Um, things, Learning moments like that uh, is the click moment that I had.
0: I think that is one of the most important things about, I mean, just being in this apprenticeship experience in general and going back to like marie's point like we always have more to learn and it's really fun and exciting and for me it's definitely one of those click moments when i learn something else Mm -hmm. it makes me so excited because i feel like i don't know i'm just getting closer and closer to like that ultimate thing that i want and i i i had kind of a similar experience i worked at the uh clinton area showboat theater in clinton iowa and we did. Um, we did a production of Cabaret, and oh, Cabaret. I was <laughs> I was one of the assistant stage managers. And we had so the like the theater is in a boat. It's like a <laughs> it's like one of those really old paddle boats, That's and the it's most
3: amazing thing. It's
0: so oh, cool. Is it like
2: one of those old Mississippi showboats?
0: Yes, kind of yes, oh, yes, nice. with the big red the giant paddle ones. wheel. Yes, I love those. And it's dry docked. Like, right on the Mississippi River. It's so freaking cool. Oh, Um, That sounds awesome. But the backstage area is, like, nothing because it's (laughs) a boat. There's no wing space. There's nothing. But there's, like, this little staircase down into this tiny little hallway, which is your entire backstage area. And um, our Sally obviously had multiple quick changes. And when I say quick changes, I mean, like, she had 15 seconds to completely shed and put on a completely different dress. And, uh, Ugh. I worked with her a lot during tech to do that quick change. And then she ended up requesting that I be the one to do the quick change for her in, in the, we didn't have costumers like we do here. We that, had like,
2: no, I'm just saying that's one of the best feelings is when an actor requests a specific dresser and it's you and you're like, Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, it, that, was,
0: that was one of the things that clicked for me because I was like, Oh, Something that I have done has made this person feel safe with me Mm -hmm. and has has made her trust me to help her do this really difficult thing that she has to do very quickly. And, and, you know, I don't know. That was just one of the things you made me think of. That was one of my click moments, too, because I was like, I get I you know, I'm not a costumer. I don't really ever get to do anything with costumes. But this thing was so much fun to do.
2: Yeah, I think, um, so obviously backstage with all the moving parts and pieces there's a lot of trust that you have to have with the cast and the crew and everyone. As a bias, as someone who does wardrobe, I feel like there's a special connection between the cast and the dresses because not only are you helping them in a technical element um, but they are being very open and trusting to you with their personal space sometimes Um, and it can be you know, in very close settings with uh, all sorts of stress going on, and so that connection there with the adrenaline of you just working together to achieve this goal, I feel like it's a very deep personal connection of trust. And so when the when you have that moment with the actor, when the quick change goes well, they turn around and give you a high five and then go on stage, then it's like, oh, this like this person really trusts me. I really trust them, and it's a wonderful experience.
0: I think it goes back to being able to. To work with other people who are just as passionate about this art as you are and creating that trust and being able to like make this experience for the audience as a team and as a like a collaborative I don't know that's just part of the thing that draws me to theater and I think that's the thing that when I was in college I realized there are very few of us but the few of us that there are are really passionate and dedicated to creating this experience as a team. And that's really cool.
3: One thing I got from my college experience was realizing the kind of people that I wanted to collaborate with. And I think there's value in stretching and and, uh, learning from people that work really different from you. But I think there's also value in um, realizing what you work well with and how you can do your best work Mm -hmm. and um, uh, your style. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That sounds like a really great place to end for today.
2: <laughs> we all like people.
1: Yeah, we all like people. <laughs> They're all right, I guess. That, that sounds like a beautiful place to end. But before we end,
3: we still have the fun fact with Dramaturg Keaton. Hey, everyone. Um, so because we've been talking about our college uh, experiences throughout this podcast, uh, I thought that I would talk about uh, Triad's relationship with some of the educational institutions around here. Um, uh, the Triad region is very blessed to have an abundance of uh, high-caliber institutions of higher learning, which includes some very strong theater programs. Uh, and Triad Stage is very blessed to have all these institutions here in the area. Uh, and there are a lot of opportunities for partnerships, such as uh, exchanging items that need to be rented for productions from shop to shop. Um, and... There are a lot of opportunities for collaboration, uh, such as UNCG's MFA acting class. Each student uh, in that um, progression gets to perform at triad stage by the time they obtain their degree. Great. Thank you for joining us for Apprentice Plus. If you would like to keep up
1: to date with everything going on at triad stage, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
0: And if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, make sure to leave a comment on our post. We'll talk to you all next week.
1: Wait. Hold on.
0: What? Whoa. (laughs) Stop (laughs) the
1: presses. Plot twist. We're on iTunes now, guys. Woo! We made it. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Just search Triad Stage and you will see our podcast and then you will also see the ongoing production of Edward 2 that's also happening right now with Triad Stage.
0: So to recap, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, And Spotify, yes. That's right. Yep. Hooray. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.